Skinner. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can uh, text us on 8.12.15 if you'd like to join in with the show this morning. When I say us, I'm referring, of course, to um, the um, assistant editor. Is that the correct phrase of Install Magazine? Deputy. Deputy editor. <laughs> Don't demote me. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Many I, have I tried. Knew. The word assistant didn't feel right no. at all. Oh, Deputy no, editor of Install Magazine, Emily Dean. And um, one of the country's top comedians, Alan Cochran. They sound like we're on the Sky News or something. We're <laughs> doing the papers. <laughs> there might be somebody new listening in who doesn't know what they're... Okay. What the... Uh, all right. I had a panic then. Can you say hell? What the radio? Dickens is what always di- good. What the Dickens is going on. I'll come back to what the Dickens. Um, follow us on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Yes, I was watching... Um, you know the talons of uh, Wang Chiang, the... Um, Doctor Who. No, Tom Baker funnily episode. enough, no. And um, the oh, physician... One of the Tom Baker ones, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the physician <laughs> in it um, says, uh, what the Dickens at one point? And it's set in the 19th century. And I just wonder, I've always assumed that what the Dickens refers to Charles Dickens. Yes. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you... How about... soon did they start saying what the Dickens? Well, never mind that. Why is he called the physician in order to distinguish himself from the doctor? That's intentional, isn't it? Oh, well, I think I think he's a sort of coroner. Oh, he is was, he? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, you might be right. Oh, yeah. but yeah, what 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 the, what Dickens? the Dickens? Maybe it's not um, Charles Dickens. Might not be. Somebody will let us know. David, Monica, David, Monica, Monica Dickens. You know when people say put your Monica on that? Do they? Yeah, <laughs> meaning your signature. That's from Monica Dickens, isn't it? Is she? that right? Yeah. No. I thought it was David Dickinson. Frank's already oh. tricked me once today, so I'm going to be very careful. No, I... Uh, that was very... I, like, um, I didn't know... I don't... I, like, I couldn't speak. I like the occasional was... prank. Yeah, I got yeah. pranked. Anyway, we won't go into that because <laughs> no. it's, uh, it's all sorts of complications. Mm. Both legal and moral. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know you didn't tune in. Your dad insists that you listen to this, whatever. But if you just go with the flow, maybe you'll find yourself enjoying it. Yeah. Might even learn something. They might end up knowing, like, what what the phrase, what, what, the, what Dickens? the Dickens means. Yeah, Someone I hope it's a reference know. to Dickens. It'd be, it'd be disappointing if it isn't. I think they'll like, text in our readers. They're good on this sort of thing. Isn't the phrase, no, your onions, about... Um, Onions, the book of words at the time, or something. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that right? I think so. I don't think it's about so onions. Many, so mm. many fabulous facts. Well, it was only about. a half fact, really. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? it's, I'm guessing it's wrong, but I still like it. <laughs> I still like it. Mm. It's been. Uh, if, by the way, if you think I'm sounding a bit, um, I'm going to say sexy. Um, I've got. Um, I've got a weird sort. I don't know if I can term it a sore throat because the soreness seems term to be. Term it a sore throat? <laughs> uh, it sounds a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. not husky. No, but it's. it's um, yeah, I've got a blue tongue. Was <laughs> that a chow? No, yeah, hus- chow. husky's blue eyes, chow yeah. blue tongue. Chow, That's yeah. how I remember it. Mm. Um, I got a sore throat, but it doesn't seem to be right at the back where the throat is. It's 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 forward. It's a near miss sore throat. Oh, right. oh is it? So it's a sore back of the mouth. But you don't want to be telling people that because no. they start thinking about, you know, food deposits and Why don't it stuff. Take they longer? feel sick. Oh, Makes it. them feel sick. Mm. Luckily, yeah. this week I have um, I have a health uh, thing coming up every two years. What's the I, health thing? Every two years I have, like, a proper big 
an hour. Like an MOT? I have an MOT, but every two years in every... How's the aftercare? Every one year. Um, well, it depends how it goes. Okay. <laughs> so far, I haven't really needed any, but, you know, never say never. Mm. Too late. I've already said it twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah, so I'm going to... You go to this place... And they do things like, uh, you know, they make you blow into what looks like a, the inner thing of a toilet roll. And it tells you lung capacity. And you, mm. you run on a on a treadmill and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite exciting. It's mm-hmm. a bit like, you know, in Iron... In, I was um, going to say, it's a bit Iron Man. Well, it's Captain America, really. Mm. In Captain America, when, when they turn the wimp into the, the, the superhero. It's a bit like that, you can imagine, which stage. Spoiler alert. But I had a feeling... <laughs> You should see. Sorry, yeah. Sorry about that. You don't think Frank's going to come in? You know they get those lycra suits with the muscles inside you <laughs> oh, can put yeah. in? Oh, I hope you don't do that, Frank. I might have peck imps. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. But I had a feeling you should see the question there I got. Oh. 17 pages. 17? Oh, I don't think I'd even cope with 17 questions, let alone What sort of, what sort of questions? Really? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh, do you not do that? Them. You know, magazines, you know when you're reading... Mostly fa- A's. I love a mostly A's quiz. Oh, God. You, oh. you know when you're reading, like, Family Circle? Yeah. And uh, there's a thing, and it says, like, uh, are you irritable? <laughs> <laughs> and you think, oh, for goodness sake! Um, <laughs> and you start filling it in, and then you say, I love doing that. Mm. I got interviewed. You know, there's a big... Uh, there's a thing in The Guardian at weekends where it's like a questionnaire. It has things like, name your favourite journey. And stuff yes, like that. and I, I did that. that once, and I knew all the questions in advance because I'd done it myself at home <laughs> so yes. many times, trying to come up with a different answer every week. I love that. I love oh. questionnaires, Frank. I'm with you. One of them was, uh, "What are your main health concerns?" Oh yeah, surely you- that's death for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's got to be. Anyway, I put that. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but um, I'll tell you some other. Some of it is odd. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. And we have an answer to the Dickens conundrum. We've had many. Fantastic. Mm. What a great band they were, the Dickens conundrum. That was Archie's favourite. I saw them at Nebworth in uh, 88. Yeah. Confusing lyrically though, weren't they? Well, (laughs) very long, very long um, songs they did. Yeah. Dickens, uh, this is What the Dickens, you were asking about the Mm. etymology of What the Dickens... Dickens is a euphemism for devil. Mistress Page said it in Shakespeare's Merry Wives of Windsor. Oh, blimey. Mm. That makes sense, because yes. you wouldn't want to say... It's like, for goodness sake, because you don't want to say God. Exactly. What mm-hmm. the... Ah, well, that's... Then it is all right to say if you're a Victorian physician. I, can I say I saw um, Kate O'Mara... Um, in, Did um, you? In um, Time of the... Not Time of the... the Merry Wives. Merry Wives of Windsor mm. in um, Regent's Park. Huh? I was offered bottom in Regent's Park. <laughs> oh, God. No, I was. I wish I'd done it now, looking back. <laughs> I was in, in the Midsummer Night's True. Who didn't yeah. say Hampstead Heath, that's all right. No. Um, anyway, talking of your health... <laughs> Do you remember... Her triangle was fantastic. Hang. Um, did you remember she was in a, a yes. thing called Triangle, Kate Amara? No. Yeah, she had electric blue eyes. Beautiful woman. Frank, we were talking about your health. Yes. How well, is that, it? Well, that's another thing. What about this for a question? Right. So um, this is the questionnaire that you questionnaire, were forced to do. Questionnaire, health um, questionnaire. Um, have you ever suffered with hemorrhoids? Give the complete dates. 
Oh. Well, I of mean, the suffering. Of the suffrage. Yeah, well, who? you can't give the dates back now you've eaten them, can you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but who... Who, who puts, keeps a sort of hemorrhoid journal? Dear Diary, terrible yeah. flare-up right today. Long. Is this what they mean by the annals of history? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, what I call my hemoirs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, people must make that up, haven't they? Those dates. Yeah. You can't remember stuff like that. No. Who writes that? Ridiculous. No one. Another one is, um, does your relationship cause you stress? <laughs> was one oh, of the... Uh, what did you say? Well, I ran out of paper. There was only about like two inches to write in. It was ridiculous. That's got nothing... Are you sure? So is it just a... Where were you asked to send this back to? Was it the, well, sa- the Saturday Sun? No, to just to Cass. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a, a wicked ruse, I think. Mm. It's, a, it's quite exciting, though, because it's... Uh, I, I like, a, you know, I like a fitness test and stuff. But I did, it did remind me of... In the, in the 80s, I applied for, I think, two jobs. Mm. And uh, it reminded me... Because when I filled in... When it says you were a intra- go-getter back then, weren't you? I was, yeah. You know, it was the time of the yuppie. <laughs> oh, I loved, I I I loved yuppies. I looked after number one and <laughs> do unto others before they do unto you. So I applied for two jobs and didn't get either of them. Nevertheless... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me because it said interests, and I put reading and going to the cinema, which is what I always used to put then. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I used to put that. And Empire. they're not really interests, are they? No, it's just life. Everybody. Also, who has hobbies now? If I had hobbies, I'd say alcohol and phone calls. But <laughs> oh. honestly, those are my hobbies. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't have any others. No, no one has time for hobbies anymore. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just remembering alcohol. How <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant. You're in a reverie, though. So there. brilliant. Yeah. And also, when it said, how do you keep fit, I put walking. And I thought, God, how old am I now? It's better than yeah. not walking, though, isn't it? That's, that's what they'll say. It is better than they'll not say, walking. They'll say, well done. Well done. Better than not walking. If they walking. say that to me, then I know I am genuinely old. If <laughs> yeah. I'm congratulated <laughs> for walking. Yeah. Even pedestrian racing. You know my pedestrian racing, when I, yeah. I race against other pedestrians in the street? Yeah. I did a good one the other week, actually, where I decided, although I had the steam to overtake this bloke, I thought I'd really put him on edge. So we walked along uh, the Thames. I bet we did half a mile shoulder to shoulder. Oh. In the end, he went on his phone. I just think he got so self-conscious. And he slowed up a bit to let me go, and I slowed up a bit as well. It's brilliant. You were in his legged race. Yeah. But I've found that since I listen to audio books, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to walk so fast. I want to walk a bit slower and enjoy. Yeah, get more of um, more of a chattering. <laughs> terrible. Mm. So anyway, I've got that um, coming up. Quite excited about it, and I'll give you uh, the results next week. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't mention it next week, you can uh, read into that what you will. Yeah. Obviously, if it's really bad news, it might be. Uh, I might not bring it up. But it's really bad news. You'll hear Tanya Snugs revealing the news. Yeah, exactly. And then again, of course, it's the uh, it's the Sony nominations on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, so God. It's, it could be a terrible week all round. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We um, I. Well, we've had a text in, actually, from 750. Uh, I haven't finished yet. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> yeah. Vowel? Yeah. Consonant? I'll tell you what I miss in medicals. The what? knee hammer. Do they still use the knee hammer? 
No. I don't, know if I don't do. think they're allowed to use those, are they? Are they that went out with corporal punishment. Surely. <laughs> 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 they used to take ones. I, I was out, not that long ago. They took one out of a drawer and it was in like a. Like it had been sterilised. The knee oh, hammer really? is in a little plastic bag. Was there, was there rust Everything's on it? Everything's cleaning there now. I always find that very satisfying. I'm so relieved when the leg kicks. Because uh-huh. I play no part in it. I leave it, you know. I can't I always, bear it. I look at the leg and think, <clears throat> you're, on, you're on your own this time. And then it just does that little kick and I think, great. I hate that. Because I have issues with control anyway. And I don't like oh, that really? I can't control the leg. It oh, frightens what, me. What about the clawing toes when the, oh. when the lollipop <clears throat> stick goes up the sole? What? I'm sorry. Well, I drag a lollipop stick up the sole. It's your doctor, Doctor Struckoff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I misheard that and thought Struck you meant off. soul as in S O U L. The lollipop stick in your soul. Where's yeah. it going? That was uh, that was uh, a song I did with the. Uh, <laughs> I think it was with They Might Be Giants. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, it was it was with the uh, what they called yeah. that um, that big South African Soweto singers. Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, the lollipop oh, yes. stick, lollipop stick in my soul. We did because it, it was a massive, big number. Do you not mm-hmm. remember it? No, I, I, I missed it. I got a lollipop, <laughs> lollipop stick in my soul, Jesus. And to think you're known for three lions. I know. Yeah, where is that one? That's, that's what you get in a secular society. These sort of works are unappreciated. Tricky second album, isn't it? Mm. Is it one with a joke on? No, it's just plain wood, plain wood, like the real cross. Yeah, it was, um... <laughs> it I hate was, it when it doesn't have a joke God, on. they were temperamental, the Soweto singers. I thought they'd really? down to earth. Are you talking about, no. is it Lady Smith something something? No, no, it's no. like we couldn't get them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they cost, I'll tell you. Yeah, I don't know if they would have oh. done any better. Oh, God. They're interchangeable, these uh, big gospel troops. Just so, um, FYI, Frank, 750, I'm having to complete an online food diary ahead of a health 360 like Frank. I'm, I'm doing that. Next week. No drop-down option for prawn tempura, so I had to put deep-fried scampi, Chris. <laughs> that is what? a flaw in the online questionnaire. I tell you what I've it? already done. I had, oh. uh, I had a bit of Easter egg and I thought to myself, I'm not putting that on. No. <laughs> Secret Eaters, Channel 4. The lies have started already. I'm not putting that on. Lie big. It's Easter egg. I'm not, I'm not going to have anyone look up no. and take their glasses off. You know what that's what he'll do? A bloke in a lab coat, read that and go, well, take his glasses off and look at me and go, Easter egg you had. <laughs> I'm oh. not having it. But surely you could say it's only once a year. Did you, can I ask, Frank, did you have the whole thing? No. I did, I did it the other day. I had thought I'll have an egg. And I opened the oh. egg. I couldn't open it. I used a boot to open it. <laughs> And I just sat there eating the whole egg. Yeah. That's bad, isn't it? No, I only had a bit, because I've not been well. Oh. See? And also, do you include lemsips on your daily intake? Oh, yeah. Weird. Mm. But anyway, I'm not putting the egg on, and I'm still not putting it on. And I've said it on radio, and I'm still not putting it on. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not... I can't face that look, that medical look. Easter egg you had. Oh, shut <laughs> your face! <laughs> and then where do we go from there? That's what you've got to ask yourselves. Absolutely. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, what else we got? Well, you know, it's a, it's, it's a regular thing of mine that I say it's amazing what they can do now. I yeah. would say I say that at least yes. three times a week. It's almost a catchphrase. I, I'm not even trying for it to be a catchphrase, no. but I do think it is amazing. You said you was trying. It is Don't amazing. Don't get touchy about stuff. <laughs> 
I had another one this week. Oh. I was uh, I was driving my motorised vehicle, my car, mm. and uh, You've got that Sinclair C5 still. <laughs> I, uh, I indicated. Oh, I'd love to get one of those. <laughs> I wonder how much they are on eBay. Well, now. Jonathan Ross has got one. No. Yes. I Yeah. Does it work? I believe so. Yeah. I'm surprised he can get into one with these big long legs. Well, he put a wa- he had a onesie on when he when he got in there last time. It was <laughs> quite a sight. I tell Ooh. you. I really? remember there was a place think- in Birmingham where it acknowledged the unpopularity of the um, of the Sinclair C5 by mm. hanging one up uh, as a sign over the shop. Really? Yeah, hanging one on wires. Yeah. It seems a waste, doesn't it? it does yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't. I don't know. Were they safe? I don't know. They were very low. We'll soon find out. <laughs> very okay, low. Jonathan. Very low to the ground. It was like driving a doorstop. I think they'd be good for me. I'd love one of those. Let's get one each yeah. and uh, go to uh, Hastings <laughs> for the next bank holiday. What do you say? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we haven't had an absolute say. outing for ages. We used to go to. Uh, should go to America. Where do we go? Blackpool once. George Formby <laughs> Convention. I'm not no, we rude. Went to I love Ed- that. We went to Edinburgh. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah but we won't, yeah. We'll see how Sony's go. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that could make a big difference either way. Yeah. We might be lucky to get to Golden Square. <laughs> back to my mind being blown. I, oh, sorry, Al. Uh, I was driving my motorised vehicle, diesel, not a Sinclair C5, indicated left, and the indicator bulb has gone. I've had that happen before on other cars, but on this car, um, you know your indicator normally makes a little tick noise, so on mm. mine... In in a normal run of events, it would go. That would be my. That was perfect. Whereas when it's when the bulb has gone, it goes. So you know that the bulb has gone. A frenzy. But it also says it on the dashboard. You know, indicator bulb. You see, I've got crickets. I think the car's got an infestation. The mechanic's going to deal with both jobs at the same time. You've got a biblical plague on your hands. That is. Somebody took that extra bit of time to think. What wouldn't it be a good idea if 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 this click? Honestly, I had a proper moment of going. Oh, that's amazing! It's amazing what they can do now. That is brilliant. And then went back and told my wife, and she was like, "Yeah, that." Is amazing. I was thinking the other day. I was, I was, uh, I was having um, pickled onions. Lovely. It's not on the list. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> that won't be in the drop-down menu. No, I mind your own business. That's <laughs> uh, only on Peter the Wild's health checklist. I had three pickled onions. You know, it's not going to change things one way or another. Oh, I need an egg. No. I, d- I can't eat quiche without at least three pickled onions. Yep. Good Otherwise, to me. Yeah. I can't eat quiche because it's not 1974. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd bring him into the 21st century with some pickled onions. <laughs> uh, that's how I uh, operate Space Age in my kitchen. Yeah, quiche 2.0. But, you know, you have to put your fingers in the vinegar to get the um, onions out. Yeah, or you could use a spoon. Oh, sorry, everyone's saying, yeah. No. <laughs> but you dangle the fingers in. Do well, don't dangle. They have to reach in to get the... Uh... Have you got a massive jar? <laughs> <laughs> or a tiny hand? Which is it? Um, no, I've got an average-sized um, jar. And my hand... I managed to get the, the things out. But, you know, then you've got, like, your, your, your fingers smell of vinegar mm-hmm. and... And they just, you know, they just look a bit slightly preserved. Yeah. Mm. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if they made a jar which had a sort of a canal-like lock 
system. Oh, so you could good. isolate the, the three oh, pickled that's onions. A good idea. And then you could drain off the vinegar from that section and then take them out of, so, a, of a dry dock. So pin, pinball wizard style. I like that. Um, that's something... I'm, I've, that hasn't been invented yet. But if any, if, there'll be an inventor listening to this. Mm. That's we'll, the kind of people who, who there'll be someone filing the patent even as we speak. I'm oh, sure. You can have that as long as you send me a jar. You can have the <laughs> millions of uh, of pounds that come from it. Um, what about that? Mm. It's the kind of bloke I am. Fair dude. Yeah. Frank, the ideal pickled onion delivery system would be based on the national lottery machine. You may have to split oh, the royalties with them as well. Yeah. Regards one to one. So they could be in pickle in the, in the vinegar in the actual thing and then they could come up with... T- that's a brilliant idea. Exactly. Uh, does it roll out at the bottom, though? The pickled onion? Like, does it roll along a little... Yeah. Has to have some sort of channel. That. Hold on, let oh, me... Yeah. Let or me, does it get spat out? Let me just re- let, let me visualise the, uh, <laughs> the lottery show. I'm Shall get, I pretend to be Miling Class or something? Yeah, and, I, and I'll go... Um, First time since June the 23rd. It's <laughs> come out on a total of 76 times. The bloke who says yeah. how many times the numbers and come out. And there's a little sound bed of tension music. Oh, I love it. I can't remember exactly what it does, but it would separate it from... If you imagine that the body of the machine contains the vinegar, I'd be happy with that. 231 says, Frank, you need a pickle catcher. He does. It has a long handle, so it can reach into jars and a sort of little basket which catches the pickle but drains the oh, vinegar. A bit like they have in chip shops when you're getting... A oh, yeah, they do. Big, you're right. Yeah. There's a big... I don't know if I'd get that in the neck. Or oh, no, I don't know. I've only, I've only seen one. chip yeah. shops yeah, on soap operas. I've got a friend works in a maternity ward. I'll ask her if they've got anything I could... Mm. But these would be genuine oh. improvements on everyday life, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, brilliant. That would be great. A fork, you see. The trouble is with a fork, I find... Some t- if you don't quite get... Because they're, they're quite um, evasive, pickled onions. Mm-hmm. And they'll turn suddenly, and you you get that sound of the fork hitting the glass oh. jar. Mm-hmm. Oh, my teeth. My teeth are going just saying that sound of the fork hitting the glass oh. jar. Oh. When I'm not even hearing the sound. It's getting a bit cotton wool in the mouth. Oh, oh, I, oh I quite like that. Oh, God. We in the S&M community <laughs> have, uh, have learned that that is... Uh, it's a must on some occasions. <laughs> so, I'll um, tell you what I like, modern inventions-wise, whilst mm. Al was talking about them. I always marvel, you know, in the kettle, mm-hmm. I like the current water capacity visual display. Oh, yeah. Because I can remember, back in the day, mm. I can remember the whistling kettle, I'm afraid, mm-hmm. boys. Yeah, you know, I, I sort of forgot, I didn't notice the non-whistling oh. of the kettle, but you're right, they never oh. whistle anymore. Well, how did you know? Also, you used to have to, you didn't know whether it's full, you'd have to open it and do an mm-hmm. examination. Now, little, I love that. The you little... had to cover an element at one yeah. point. Now they're all... Well, you have to cover an element. I like the Still little ball. You. The ball that rests look on in the it water. To see that it's covered, Can they? I just stop you there? I don't have any of these things on my kettle. What, what do you have? I have... He's got um, like a jolly swagman set up. It clicks off when it's, when it's done. Yeah. But can you not see the water display? I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> It's only just struck me that it doesn't whistle. That hadn't <laughs> even occurred to me. I'd, when did they go? The, the kettle whistle. That used to that used to be quite exciting. Forties, fifties. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, I think it was forties. Fifties, maybe, <laughs> but not forties. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Also, the other day, I uh, I got a text of a video of 
the kids dancing that had literally just happened, like oh. two minutes before it. My wife had just sent me it, and I was looking at it going, do you remember how long this sort of thing used to take? Mm. Like, to film a thing in your living room and then send it 250 miles to somebody else would have involved parcel force or whatever and a tripod and <laughs> tips yeah. and... And it was just there. Like I was looking at it, going, "This happened two minutes ago." Two hundred and fifty like, miles. It's starting to sound like me watching the cricket live. <laughs> <laughs> cricket live from the, every time. I said yeah. it to my girlfriend's mom, who's not interested. <laughs> I said, to, "Can you believe this is happening now in in New Zealand? This is happening live, and we're watching it." And I always leave a slight pause, but we're watching it. Pause. In yeah. colour. <laughs> in colour as well. I don't bother with the HD because I don't want to overload her. <laughs> <laughs> but in colour, like this happening now in New Zealand. Yeah, I think it's good to. Be but I'm not. I'm not for these I can't things. believe it. Yeah, yeah. I, every time you I can't see, believe the technology. But I watch loads of things on the telly. I, you know, I'm, I've got a. Th I've got 3D. I've got yeah. Sky 3D. I've got 3D. It's not boasting. I watch Sky. Yeah, this I've is me. I've got 3D. This is my new sort of. You're not you know, trying to pull a bird in a barn out. I've got 3D. This is this is my new sort of LL Cool J approach. <laughs> I'm, I'm boasting. I've got 3D. I watch 3D. I think this is great, but not like when I watch cricket and think. Yeah. It's happening now. In New Zealand. Mm. I've got another one, and I'm not bragging. Um, this <laughs> this Casio watch that I'm wearing... Yes. Um, oh, God, he's getting paid by you, them. You can't, can't no, it you whistles. Can't, whistles. You can't set the it. You can't set it the what time yourself. It sets itself. It's set by six satellites in space. No. So, you know the other day, you know the other day when the clocks went forward an hour? Yeah. I woke up and my clock had gone forward an hour on my watch. Yes, but can we, while we're talking about that, and this is again modern technology, how mind do the computers blowing. know? Yeah, in it, mind-blowing. And the phones. That's a, You see, you can tell, because like my mum's boyfriend is a bit of an old 1970s actor. He still rings up and says, oh, can you remember to uh, put the clocks back uh, forward? Because uh, I don't want you sleeping in tomorrow. Well, I, I have to do my, my wristwatch. My wristwatch it's not it's not getting the satellite contact oh. so i have to do that i quite like it going forward an hour yeah my other one doesn't i have to, i still have a watch that i have to set yeah. but it's I good quite, to have this because I, I think I, I think i'm a little bit in control my mum told me her car clock went forward an hour just naturally oh, no, just no, did no. it is that breaking news I she find, drives an uh, apple mac <laughs> i get i get in the clock this time in the car this time of the year and i look at the clock and i think oh the clock's right again Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I, like I never that. change it. <laughs> the, I'd like to hear the readers as well, if they have any modern inventions they like, Frank. Yeah, if there's anything that you still think is remarkable. Any, For example, our producer Daisy said uh, the squeezy Marmite bottle. It needn't <laughs> be too technical. Somebody you think, oh man, this makes my life so much I better. can talk about the loo flush for 20 minutes. Leave it. Okay. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Um, if you'd like to be involved in the show, we'd love you to. You can uh, text us on 81215 or you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. That is all. When you say to be involved, it does sound like they might then be invited <laughs> to turn up and do some stuff. They might be. Oh, OK. I haven't written anything off at this Change stage. the game. Why not? Yeah. Um, we were talking about everyday inventions that blow our minds, and mm. uh, we've had a text from Hillary in London saying, my iPod shuffle still amazes me. I can't believe how many songs are on t such a tiny, cute little oh, thing, no. even though I've had it for years. It I, is amazing. When the iPod first came out, I remember me and 
a mate talking about it, and he said, you can put, like, you know, 50 albums on. Mm. He said, and if you have, like, 20 albums on, or 50, it's not any heavier. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, though. What do you mean it's not any heavier? <laughs> the shuffle is great. I'd like a microwave shuffle. So mm. you just p- press the microwave, go, and you don't know what food's going to come out. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, it that'd... might be quiche. It might be a roast chicken. Yeah. No idea. And you're in Frank's house, it'll be a quiche. <laughs> but how exciting that would be. All and the rains. And I'll tell you what, I would eat whatever came out. I'm not one of those people saying, oh, I didn't really fancy that. If it's just there and cooked and steaming yeah. and it's pinged, they've had the ping. You see, they've lost the whistle from the kettle, but the microwave is stuck with its it's funny you should mention that. We've also had a message. Well, it wasn't that funny. About, uh, <laughs> Let's be honest about, about it. About the kettle whistling. Um, <laughs> let me have a look. Hang on. Oh, it's gone. It's well, gone. I've got Jonathan in Worcester Park says, thinking about Frank watching the cricket from New Zealand live in colour, how about pausing TV and radio? I think it's amazing that, that I'm oh. watching something that isn't live. It happened two minutes ago while I was making a cuppa. Well, it's... It's funnier even than <laughs> when it was funny when I said something that you should say that. Yes. Because I, I, I will tell you this week, for some reason, I think I might have to switch it on and switch it off, I'll be honest with you. Is there a problem? Ring up, or just ring up, um, ring up Radio Rentals. It's lost, yeah. I lost, it's lost its interactive thing. The red button is just saying, uh, leave me alone. The thing oh. comes oh. off and says, leave me alone. I think it's buzz. They fiddle with them. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But also, um, it doesn't do the, uh, it doesn't do that. It doesn't rewind oh. the telly. And I went to, there was uh, a mate of mine was on the news and I went to rewind it to... And it didn't rewind. And I thought, what? I don't like the sound of this mate of yours on the news, <laughs> but that's another story. He's worked <laughs> with them all. Yeah. Anyway, let's gloss over that. <laughs> I think of any unsavoury characters. Just listening to you talking about whistling kettles, you can still buy them, all colours. I don't have an electric <clears throat> kettle. I have a cream whistling one. I've had it for about four years. They last longer, but take longer to boil. I wouldn't go back to electric. Have a good day. No, but oh. what, he, what that person has done, I don't know if it's a he or a she, is there a name? No. And what they've done is they've equated the whistle with the, the, the kettle on the cooker. Mm-hmm. Oh. But, the, but you get electric kettles with whistles as well. Oh, I never knew that. I, I, I would always assume that they were a hob kettle. Oh, no, but you'd get it out of affectation, I think, surely. Maybe, yeah. maybe that, that person's this person right. affected. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Maybe that person's right and I'm wrong. I, I'm sure I had an electric kettle that whistled. I'm sure of it. Because my friend Gavin lives in the countryside and was just what, telling really? me the other day. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's inexplicable. Why but, would anyone do that? But he was saying they've got a hob top What does kettle. he do with his spare time? <laughs> He's got loads Alcohol of and phone calls. Probably, yeah. The major hobbies. <laughs> My hobbies. Um, he was saying that they have to phone people up saying, like, you're going to be here in about 20 minutes. Do you want a cup of tea? Because we'll have to put the kettle on now. Because it's a hob top. Yeah, but he's glad of something to ready. do, isn't he? He's glad of a project in the country. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why people that live in the countryside You say like a watch that. kettle never boils. I bet they all do. I bet they pull up chairs. <laughs> 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 Kettle's boiling, Margaret. Oh, Frank, the best invention is the vacuum flask. It keeps hot drinks hot and cold drinks cold. But how does it know? That's good. Not when you, put a, bottle good. Of, good not when you put a bottle of wine in there, which I That's did once. Did you? <laughs> when I was a teenager, I didn't understand. What I do, last, last minute before I screw the top on, I whisper into the flask, cold. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say any more about it. That's our little arrangement. But... Uh, I still want to oh. talk about the loo flush. N- no. Oh. Um, I, um, 
I was all, I've always been very impressed by the robber on the end of the pencil. Very convenient. That's, it's a it good is, match-up, but, isn't but it? But I'll tell you what, I have to say, that they're, they're not the best quality, generally. Um, no. And I find now, when I'm penciling... Black smear. When I'm right, yes, exactly. It's, it's like trying to rob something out with a, with a dog's toe. <laughs> if you can imagine trying to rob something out with a dog's toe. It leaves like a, just like a black, sm- black smear, as mm. you say. Um, I wish they'd improved that. Oh, God. If we don't get a Saudi nomination, (laughs) there is is no God. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We're talking about inventions, modern inventions, that we're just blown away by. Mm. Gordon McPherson. Landmines. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A very good morning to you all. I really love the microwave oven. But I still don't trust it completely. It just seems dangerous to vibrate particles to generate heat. There's something very North Korean about it all. Yeah, I, I know what... This, Gordon. Uh, also, yeah. I, I, still in my mind is that thing that you, they used to say in the office, you don't want the seat next to the microwave oven or something will happen to the side of your head. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do they still leak like they used to? Did they used to leak? I don't... Yeah. Can I just have a confession? I don't have a microwave. I don't like them. I've resisted. I think there's something... I don't know. I don't think they're very me. How do you cope without that? I cook. <laughs> Blimey. Mm. Do you? Yes, I do. Why? <laughs> you must have lived in the country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, OK. And 657, hair oh, straighteners are amazing. Good hair in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully summed up. I like it. It should I've really be straight hair in five minutes. It's sort of implying that any non-straight hair isn't good, though, isn't it? Oh, I, I take your point, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Some people have got lovely curly hair. Just say name no. one. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> some no, you can't. Can you? I can. Art oh. Garfunkel. <laughs> nice. Lovely. lovely. No. Lovely head of hair. No, he's someone who you don't want. You don't. No. Oh, okay. No, his hair is um, ludicrous. <laughs> okay. But imagine yeah. it in five minutes if he had some straightness. Yeah, he'd look fantastic. Do you think? And I'll tell you something about him. He's got very, um, very bright eyes. <laughs> he does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, my, um, my cleaner, uh, she's very nice, but she does occasionally um, put my trousers on a wire coat hanger. Oh. And I don't, they don't like being on a wire coat hanger, trousers. Now, you put them on and they look like you keep them in a book. It yes. creates a line, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. It does. But I mean, we would I, all know that. But we? what's a brilliant modern conve- uh, invention is that there's just a little strip of cardboard that they fit oh, onto, yeah. uh, onto one of those wire coat hangers, and suddenly you've got the lightweight flexibility of the wire coat hanger, but um, you don't have the line on the trousers. Oh, yeah. I wish I'd have thought Do you know what? You should, you should start a dry cleaning shop. You know your onions. I'll give <laughs> oh, you yeah. that. Even if you do... I move them in a strange way. I'm not sure about dry cleaning in that I don't know what it is. Oh, OK. I've never really known what it is. I send them off and they come back. Yeah. Mm. In that They come back in the same stuff that you know, your seat's got on it when your car's been serviced. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's a plastic bag, but you wouldn't... It's a poor quality plastic. Thin. It's almost like... It's like there's a ghost mm. sitting on it. <laughs> and I don't know what they... What what does dry cleaning entail, exactly? Chemicals are sprayed onto the fabric. Yeah, does that sound good to you? Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> no problem with that. Sit, look, I'm go. just saying, could I have one more bid for the toilet? Go because on. 614, I can't get my head around the toilets you bend. This is Dave working. I think, is he trying to make a joke or does I he think, mean I that? Think he might be, because yeah, I yeah. genuinely, no, I'm sorry. Well, I'll, I'm not joking. I think it is something amazing about it. You bend. You're just so swift, the disappearance. <laughs> Well, it's just... <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> it's a very... I wish, I wish that was always true. <laughs> well, it's a very dignified end to a relationship. <laughs> it's gone. There are no lengthy goodbyes. Look, just I, gone. I, the, what, the worries me about getting onto this subject okay. is that I have, I have various opinions on it. Okay. I don't think people want to hear about toilet details. Okay. Nevertheless, <laughs> um, they, do on, they do on your health questionnaire. They do. <laughs> yes. It's funny you should. Uh, yeah, but they. Um, what I they say I've read that when you flush the toilet, you should put the lid down because a great explosion of poisonous spores have fired jettisoned <laughs> into the atmosphere and you inhale them. Yeah, right. Have you heard that? Yes, yeah, something. Alan's like version of it. Stunned. But. There's a certain amount of brushwork to do. Oh God! Oh. I, I Isn't can't. that? Oh, I can and see why you And in order to do resistant. the brushwork, yeah. you have to, you have to go into the foray no. of the danger spores, the killer no. spores. You don't have the CV that you've got to take up manual labour, do you? I can see why you were resistant to this. I know exactly, and uh, it's. So what what I'm doing is is I'm I'm putting my head into hell on a regular basis, <laughs> and I'm I'm fully expecting to show up on the health results. <laughs> You're saying what these, what what you've got here? You're you're, you're absolutely infested with poo spores. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs that? Frank, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Seven four seven has texted in about modern inventions. Yes, I know it's not that new now, but I've never been able to get my head around the fax machine. How does that work? How can you put paper in at one end and it comes out of a machine somewhere else? I think it's the fact that you imagine it's the same piece of paper, even yes. though you know it isn't. I've always been amazed by it, 747, and that's coming from 747 who knows a bit about technology. You'd think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm Very still strong puzzling over the Xerox. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in, almost in the spirit of a correction, we've had... Um, an email from Philip Joseph entitled Car Indicators, which is how all this started with me being impressed at the uh, faster click when a bulb had gone. Uh, Hi, they have clicked faster for decades. It used to be due to how they worked. When one bulb blew, the other one would heat up quicker, hence click faster. In newer LED cars, they put (laughs) click in as a warning, but it's not a new invention. Sorry. I like his remorse. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much. It's new to me, though, because I don't think I've ever had an indicator bulb go. Every other bulb on a car has gone, you know, swear and tear. I I wouldn't know. And you were both laughing at me for not having a microwave, but Alexander says it's been recently found out that microwaves alter the chemical structure of foods and toxins can leak out of plastic containers. I'm just saying. Oh, no. (laughs) Do I have to put that on my health form? Yeah. <laughs> Worst invention was milk in a bag. It went all over the fridge. What was that? Says Lawson. That's, 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 that's the cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember milk in a bag. No. No. Mm. I don't like the sound of it. But I bet when it spilled, whoever had it said, "Oh, I'm going to have to get another one." That's. I mean, that's. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? No. <laughs> I, um, it does. I, laughter uh, would be better. Someone, than that. 
somebody texted in about Star Trek, didn't they? Because I was talking about I'd yes. like a microwave shuffle. That's right. Yeah, mm. there's... Uh, uh, and, and somebody said they had one on Star Trek. Somebody... T- uh, Vaughan Stone has emailed saying, Ha, wasn't that a Star Trek invention? The microwave shuffle. Well, I, I think they knew what they were getting. I know what he means. It wasn't that like thing. a lucky yeah. dip. There was yeah. a sort of refectory on the Enterprise, <laughs> but I, I I don't think it was um, a shuffle, was it? I think no. uh, I think they they got what they they got what they ordered. Got what they deserved. <laughs> you don't want to be living, you know, in the future and not get what you're ordered. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be terrible. I think. We'll take a little wonder on a Sunday morning. Email, email, email. Still sounding good. Uh, I went off it a bit. I, I, did I you? I could sense bit. you were going off it a bit. But today it seems newly fresh, isn't it? Like It's like a long-term relationship. Mm. Ebbs and flows. In a way. Um... Now, Ebb and Flo are a couple in a long-term relationship. <laughs> That's not the S&M community again, is no, it? No, no, this is... Oh, uh, good. I don't know. Uh, dear Frank, the lovely Emily and the Cockerel, long-time reader, first-time writer, in the last few months, two of the most badly named, brackets, read pretentious, close brackets, establishments mm. ever have opened near me in north-east London. Oh, wow. A wow. pub called The Dissenting Academy. Wow. And a cafe called Meat, Fish, Veg... Do the team know any worse? In an old podcast, Frank once suggested the big-headed peasant as an option. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know that. The big-headed peasant. Which actually works better for me. Rest assured, both are chock full of men aged 25 to 35 (laughs) who are twirling their Poirot moustaches with their fixed-wheel bikes parked up outside. Much love to all. (laughs) 757. I love the bitterness in this. Oh, God, that's... Sorry, that's... um, What's going on? I left my phone on. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's new, isn't it? That's new. Yes. <laughs> you have to tell us who thing. it is now. Is my, it the uh, health check? My text message is. Um, Who's it from? I'm not telling you. My text. <laughs> what? Um, my text thing um, is called Sherwood Forest. Available <laughs> 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 mm, 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 mm. on all iPhones. I just assumed you were playing some music to underscore the. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought like we were going a bit War of the World. It, so worked, yeah, yeah. it worked quite well. I was quite pleased. Shall I let it go again? No, I won't. No. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, he, everyone. He continues, uh, P.S. Um, oh, I'll say he. I don't know for sure. P.S. Strangely, Emily, I'm named after your grandmother. Oh, no, I do know. Um, and what's James... His, what's his name? It's Lindsay DePaul. His grandmother? His... Godmother! Godmother. <laughs> He's right. called Lindsay... She'll never speak to me again. I misread it. He's called Godmother. Lindsay DePaul. Or it, I don't know if it's a he, it's possibly a she, it turns out. <laughs> this, is a, this is all over the place. I wasn't really looking What's to the his... end of the email. <laughs> is there a name on the email? <laughs> what if it's a man? Strangely, Emily, my... I am named after your gr- godmother. Stop saying grandmother. <laughs> James I'm Coburn's ex. Get me disinherited. Lindsay DePaul. I feel better about my annoyingly misspelled name since finding out your link. Oh, it's it's got to be a girl. PPS. Did you ever get your Pomeranian? <laughs> this is the worst reading I've ever done on the show. I like you say the yeah. worst reading, like you're in reception class. You know, this began um, long time listener, first time writer. This this sounds like long time listener, first time reader. <laughs> I th- you know, someone who's been reading for a long time and think, you know, I might try this out loud. We'll yeah, see how it goes. That's what's happened. Pomeranian, that's how you say that. Pomeranian. Mine is called Peppy. She's amazing if rather feisty. That doesn't mean it's a woman, because they own a pop- Pomeranian. No, but she's named after Lindsay, Lindsay DePaul. 
She could be called. It could be a bloke called Paul, <laughs> who was named after Lindsay DePaul. Oh, maybe it's oh, DePaul. Yeah. Also, Lindsay's also a man's name. Lindsay Anderson, the good, film. Good person. point. Oh, so she's my grandmother, and she's got named after a bloke. Well, look. Well, look, Simon Cow. <laughs> well, sweet this me, off. I just sneezed okay. on her. I can't think of any pretension. Like, just falafels as clothes. The falafel place in Covent Garden. That's, <laughs> a, that's a shame. But that wasn't pretentious. That was comical. But you do yeah, London has got some very pretentious. If anyone else has spotted any pretentious establishment names, mm. um, op themselves. Well, meat, fish, veg would be good if they had an extension. They call it meat, fish, veg sides. They could have, like, a little lean-to on the side, couldn't uh -huh. they? Meat, fish, veg, side. Oh, it's, always, it's, it's like mm. Dragon's Day. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We're still in the corner. Oh, we are. Nobody puts emails in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Bar us. Does. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Mr Skinner, cockadoodle don't, mm. and the DME. Mm. As you were discussing James Elroy on a previous show, I thought you should know that the title of his latest book, Bloods Are Over, comes from a poem by yes. a friend of the show, A. E. Houseman. But it was a bit like um, my name, J. R. Hartley. I like, like, that was a nice little, work. nice little gig for that actor. I like, a, a, I, like a name. I like a name with a with a two initial at the front. You know, yeah. a, a P. J. Harvey and uh, C. S. Lewis. Yeah, mm. and V. Uh, J. Singh, of course. B. J. Armitage. Yeah. Um, the poem is called. Well, it's spelled Revia, but I think that's pronounced Revali. Revali. Yeah. Oh, is it bugle thing? I thought it was Revile. Yeah, it's Revali. The... There used to be a, used to be a saucy magazine called Revali when I was a kid. Not oh very saucy. <laughs> no, it was filthy more. Creep. No, it was more <laughs> like a tabloid type thing. <laughs> I loved Alan using filthy creep. <laughs> just so we. I have... like the fact that you two have just discovered the word Revali. <laughs> well, I would have said Revali. Do you know that French word? Isn't it uh, to wake up? Isn't it like come to the cookhouse door? <laughs> That's Revali, isn't it? <laughs> Is any buglers listening? Well, I don't know. You have a bugle on your phone as yeah. an alarm, so you're hardly typical. <laughs> Just so we have covered literature, poetry and philosophy. A stern alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Frank ought to know, ought to know, it's kind of a bit Alanis Morissette, mm. that Immanuel Kant, <clears throat> but Jacques Lacan. I see, it's a philosophical mm. wordplay. Mm. Well, I think, should I say... No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> yes. It's quite work as well as Vanessa May. <laughs> Yours as ever, Christopher Royston of Luth. If P.S. If Emily is ever in North East Lincolnshire, she needs to reevaluate her career. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Although I'm always a bit wary of people who uh, point out which part of a county mm. they're in. You know when people say, yeah, I live in West Yorkshire. I know West Yorkshire is a name of a place. It's like a... But just live in Yorkshire. Mm. Massive, though. Yeah, but so what? I, I just want to know where you, where you sort of live. I, I, I don't want direction. I'm not coming there. OK. Mm. It's all right. So you're not coming to West Yorkshire? We've no. got that. Victoria Wood. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> I love it. Do you know Samuel Pepys? Does he? <laughs> I'm, I'm done. What about... Um, do you know Ollie Murs? Does he? Is he ovine? <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Murs. I bet he does. 
Is he still working, Ollie Merce? Well, I think he might have just been let go. Sarah is nodding. Sarah, our assistant producer, is more of the age group for <laughs> yeah, Ollie. Yeah, very much so. No, he's been let go, actually. That's very <clears throat> topical. Yeah, by... Um, it's more topical than A. Houseman and James Elroy. <laughs> <laughs> James Elroy's still operational. I can't remember us talking about no, James Elroy on the previous He's leaving Ollie Mers, can we just say, well, from the subject of James Elroy. <laughs> Ollie Mers is leaving X Factor to spend more time with his family. James Elroy was... I had, I had a dream about James Elroy's book. Oh. Do you remember that I had to read his book? So I started uh, reading it again, his, his book about um, the Kennedys and all that. Yeah, mm. I forgot. Fifty Sorry, Shades this, of Kennedy. Uh, this isn't one of our best bits. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just... Um, I just want to write it's down... It's not even one of our worst let bits. Me, let me just write down for the producer, not for the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put on next to this bit. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Still in the corner. We're still in email corner. Uh, harking back to last week's text in regarding hitchhikers. Alan? Alan Harkin. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Uh, yes, I, we were talking about... We'd picked up a hitchhiker. I think it was two weeks ago now, but we... One of our very traditional textings. Yeah. What hitchhikers have you picked up? And what, what happened? Uh, yes. Obviously, we couldn't read out most of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been passed over to the appropriate authorities. Well, even this one's quite um, impressive. I was once stopped by a topless man in Dartford. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> who jumped into you my stopped. car. You stopped for a topless man. No, I was once stopped by a topless well, man in dark, you start if you're in a car? I'm guessing he leapt out in front of the vehicle, yeah, slammed his hands on the bonnet, like we like they did on the start of films. Next time, accelerate. accelerate. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he jumped into my car and demanded I drive him further into the town centre, during which time he reassured me by saying he was recently out of prison, but it was OK, as he had ripped the tag out of his ankle. Instead of killing me, as that, I assumed he might... That would be reassuring. Yeah. At the time, he did in fact get out of the car and kindly shouted that if I ever saw him around, he'd give me a lift if I needed it. Even yeah. more upsettingly... What, what, a getaway car. <laughs> I'd be driving 120 mile an hour yeah. and being pursued by the police. I'm jumping! <laughs> I might slow down, I won't stop though. And the icing on the cake for me is uh, at no point did he compliment or even comment on the cowboy outfit that I was wearing at the time as I was on my way to a party. I like that. That's a great story. Can you imagine if you'd have seen those two if you were passing? One with no top, one with the cowboy outfit. It's gone very Vauxhall, Frank. Yeah. (laughs) Hasn't it? It does. I suppose he wasn't really much of a hitchhiker, but I imagine this is the closest texting you're ever likely to have. Actually, next week we were going to do texting if you've ever been stopped by a topless man just out of prison and whilst you were wearing yeah. a cowboy outfit. So. Well, I, arri- I arrived very, very late once at a hotel, at like two o'clock in the morning after a gig, and the night porter um, was wearing a suit but no shirt <laughs> underneath or anything underneath. <laughs> sort of a Frankenstein monster look. <laughs> suit and completely like a hairy chest underneath. <laughs> and that, I found that a little unnerving. Yes. Well, he's got a position of responsibility as well. He's, um, he's the ambassador for the hotel isn't yeah. he, at that point. And I, I asked him, I was looking for the stitch marks on the wrists. <laughs> I asked him to uh, book me a, a, a cab for the next morning so I had to leave early, and he started uh, phoning on the phone. And, it, and he, he started going, What? <laughs> what? what? What are you talking about? On the phone, and I thought, It's not going well with the cab company. <laughs> and then he went, Oh, right. And then he put the phone down and had a laughing, a mad laughing fit. (laughs) 
And uh, I said, what's happened? He said, oh, God, he said, I just found somebody in one of the rooms. <laughs> it was like two in, two in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. This is Frank Skinner. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. This is not one of those shows where we don't mention the uh, co-presenters. Don't worry about that. Mm. You can text us on 8.12.15 if you'd like to join in in some verbal way. And you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the radio. So, um, there you have it. Mm. <laughs> uh, now, here's, here's the thing. I was watching oh, yeah. uh, the one show... Do you know, uh, that's one of week. your favourite programmes. I, I, I love it. To me, um, since we've had a baby, I'm calling it late-night TV. <laughs> <laughs> you were complaining earlier about how you couldn't watch Doctor Who because you were having to look after the baby. Yeah, well, I, ta- I taped it. I, had to, I couldn't watch it live. No. If, if you can watch a recorded television programme live, I don't know if that's... Yeah. It's complicated. Nevertheless, I was watching... Um, who should come on as a guest but uh, Sarah Brightman. Oh. The former... Um, Mrs. Andrew Lloyd Webber. I remember. Mm-hmm. And, um... I, I don't know what to make of Tara Brightman, generally. But, um... I always thought she looked like uh, a beautiful woman candle that had been lit for about six hours. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. But, um... She had the voice. She was a soprano, wasn't she? And she yes. did a lot of oh, the musicals. Oh, God, she sang like voice a... Of an, voice of an angel. Yes. Yes. And we all know how they turn out. So she's come on, she's plugging the new album, the normal stuff, and she seems a pleasant woman and lovely head of hair. Mm -hmm. And not a grey, not a grey one in sight. Mm. Lovely head of hair. I must congratulate whoever it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. she's in this continent. She seemed amiable. And uh, and then, so they said, you've got another project on. She said, yeah, I'm training to be a cosmonaut. Mm. Now, I rarely spill food. (laughs) <laughs> but um, I was a little, um, a little taken aback. Did your pickled onions roll off the plate? Is that what happened? Quiche everywhere. Luckily, I was eating Swiss cheese, so they fell into the holes like those, like those oh. games with the ball bearings. You, oh. used to get, you, had to, you had to get the ball bearings onto the clown's face. Know them well. Anyway, um, so this apparently, is, she spoke about. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of um, uh, weightlessness training. Just like she, uh, she went. Oh, to that sounds you, good. Yeah. She went to... Uh, you've been doing that for yeah. ages. Oh, yeah, my whole life. You're actually trying to achieve it in this gravity. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, she went to Houston, apparently, and was uh, tested, and they said... And they had a problem, I heard. They said she was perfect. Wow. Did they? Good news. And, uh, and then she went to Star City, which is the big um, Russian space centre. Uh-huh. She said she spent... <laughs> she spent ten minutes in a revolving chair. <laughs> Well, I spend three hours in a revolving chair every Saturday morning. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Also, was well, she just on The Voice, maybe? That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, apparently it's true. And in 2015, she's going to go into space. She oh, this wasn't like an April Fool's no, prank we, on the we, one show. Catherine, my girlfriend Catherine and I were saying, could this be, you know, it's April the 3rd. Yeah. No. Could it be that, you know, this got put back and they no, thought, oh, we'll real. just stick with it's I watched a press conference it's announcing it. It's meant to stop it. by noon on the day, isn't it, the old April Fool's? So it wouldn't go to April the 3rd at <laughs> night time. It's too too much. But uh, did you see, she had a, annou- had a press conference announcing it and they talked about the training she had to do. <laughs> and she basically had to hold her nose and count to 40, was what it looked like. Really? But I, I saw that one show 
And when she was talking about the training, did you hear when she was saying, yeah, well, we had to make a tower out of... It's, there's a lot of physics and things. We had to make a tower out of yeah, post-it that, notes. Post-it notes, yeah, that was one of the tests. Yeah. Yeah, I think things go things go a bit pear shaped in space. I think it's that, and you have to pay them thirty million quid or something, isn't it? Well, she never mentioned paying them. No, I, well, I assumed it done, was uh, it? tit for tat for the uh, Iranian monkeys. <laughs> Russian press. Somebody said to the Russian uh, to, to Putin that the Iranians have sent monkey into space. What? Get me Brightman on the line. Yeah. Now. Gerard, Gerard, uh, we're going to have to cut this short. And what I was just talking to you about my passport. No, no, you'll have to go now. <laughs> I've got a bad feeling about it. Have you? I hope nothing happens to her. I'd be sad about it. She said, I want to go where they are, which sounded... I, I think that sounds a bit worrying. She meant the Iranian monkeys. <laughs> She's tracking them down. I, um... But it's true. It was one of those things when we it were saying, weird. this can't be true, can it? Mm. This is a woman whose only qualification to be a cosmonaut is in 1978. She had a single <laughs> called I Lost My Heart to a Starship Trooper. It's not <laughs> enough, is it? Even that would steal your focus, wouldn't it? Like, mm. uh, and I, I once, if you remember, went to that um, that talk with the astronauts. Yes. And Helen Sharman, who was the, oh, w- yeah. who'd, who was the first British mm. woman in space, um, Sarah the second. Someone said it must be a very spiritual moment when you're up there, and she said, "No, um, there's no place for that kind of thing mm-hmm. on a, oh, on a space day. They don't want emotion." Yeah. Or oh, the, it's a bit Vulcan. You have to be a bit you, Vulcan. You have to yeah. be like, yeah, you do. And, and Sarah, she's she looks to me like she's emotion led. Uh-huh. Oh, she does. And jolly led. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Have you boys been keeping up with uh, Justin Diva? Because he's almost a friend of the show now, Justin Diva. Uh, he's got interesting, hasn't he? I like it when young oh, yeah. people get interesting. It takes a while, but I think he's uh, got there. He has a gate every week. That's a sign of real celebrity, I think. Bieber gate. Yeah, he, yes. He had late gate. That's yeah. right, yeah. He had primate gate. He had pap gate. Yeah. When he attacked pap the gate, paps. primate gate. And now he's got mate gate. <laughs> Primate gate was his monkey was uh, possibly illegal, wasn't it? Yeah. Could, could it just be pry gate? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, um, mate gate is that Justin Diva's he's lamenting his lack of pals essentially. Well, I don't even know if he's lamenting. Is he's he? just saying it's it's a fact, is he? He said, he he said literally, four, my phone never rings. I have like four people. He says he also says, he says like a lot Justin yeah. Bieber that I keep in contact with. But they don't call him, apparently. No. <laughs> Won't he find out in, like, 2015 that he's had it on silent? And <laughs> millions of missed calls. <laughs> Do you know what I think? He could have been is, big. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it's that thing of, um, every time I see him, if he's not performing, he's in the gym. Like, they show lots of pictures of him in the gym, even though he's wiry. And I think it's that thing of, when you've been somewhere... He's wiry. <laughs> I mean, he's not... <laughs> He's not, like, bulking up in the gym, is he? He's keeping <clears> lean. And, no, I think we, you know, you know, we, we like him uh, snaggy-hipped. No, he's yeah. not going we world's strongest man. No, we don't want him no, to... No, but he's, got a, he's actually got a great bod. I mean, if I yeah. may say this in a nod... Oh, yeah, no, he's great. Well, he's, he's a beautiful young man. I'm going to say that. He's mm. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this isn't how I thought with this chap would go. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's... You know that thing Who's when... better looking? Sorry to interrupt, Al, but can I just yeah. ask both of your opinions? Are you Styles or Bieber, looks-wise? Um, well, Styles is... Uh, he is a good-looking lad, mm. but uh, I don't think he's up there with JB. No. <laughs> 
I think Ocalinky? Styles is probably more interesting, but Justin's better to look at. Oh, yeah. you go for yeah, the yeah, interesting yeah. type. Okay. But I think, uh, you know, when you've been to the gym or playing five-a-side or been to doing a sporting can't, activity, can't perhaps the, the swimming, you <laughs> yeah. know, where your phone's been in your oh, shoe you for a while. to bring him in. No. Perhaps the swimming. The last time I went to sport or to the gym, um, phones couldn't be in shoes, so they were joined to the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean. They yes. went... Uh, even doing this show is an example where I have my phone off for three hours. When I turn yeah. it back on, if there's no messages, it's a bit annoying. You know, you know when you're expecting missed calls, and I think he spends that much time in the gym. Perhaps they've just asked him, yeah. "What do you think of your friends, Justin?" He's like, "God, no one phones me, man. I've got like four friends, and they never ring." I think it's that slight depression. That was after... just like that was just like, I know. It like was. he was in the room, wasn't it? It was. That was brilliant. Um, yeah, I do could smell they... the umbrication. <laughs> <laughs> I could see the pants. Um, do you think they've caught him in the window, the window of discontent, as yes. I'm calling it? That's exactly what I mm. think. It's before I, he's I, reset himself, I think it comes with celebrity and bleak loneliness. I don't. My phone never. Hundred <laughs> percent. My phone never rings. Well, no. Oh no! Now it's awkward. It's acting like you're not a celebrity. <laughs> no, but I think you're right. It is a form of fame tax. What I, he's experiencing on the I'd, Honestly, I, I'd say I've got what. Close, very close friends. Mm. None. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if my relationship split up, I think it would be a matter of time before I became one of those people who was found grown into their own mattress. <laughs> so, you know. Did you what? say growing into a bit bleak. Did you say growing into house. your own mattress? I just, I don't think, when I was um, 19, I had like 500 friends. And I think as you get older, you um, you refine. No, there was no Facebook. <laughs> no, I think men do that. I, I think, think women keep their I friends. I think they're men... only just uh, the first commercially available book that's come out. Men just let women do the friendships. Yes. That's what it is. That's very good at friendships. Oh, yeah, exactly. There you go. And then I can just live off her friends. Yeah, you live off yeah. the fat of the land. Though we did say, I like when uh, they, asked, they asked him about some other thing, attacking people and stuff, and he said, uh, I don't need to address every speculation. Yeah. And I think for a 19-year-old, that's very articulate. And yeah, I like that language. I'd have been glad of that phrase when uh, <coughs> Smethic Supplementary Benefit <laughs> Office asked me if I was working <laughs> on the side. <laughs> See, 19-year-olds, they're getting better. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, we were discussing Justin... No, we were discussing the fact and that... Um, the cockerel got a text from you last night. Oh, I God. <laughs> I never get any texts. I think it's good to get texts. I like a text. I'm not saying it isn't good. <laughs> oh, He's just saying getting, he doesn't get them. I'm suggesting texting. it is good. In fact... Well, also, it's awkward because Frank was saying, oh, well, no one rings me. Oh, yeah. And I, I just pointed out, well, no one rings anyone because no one really does that anymore. It's very dated to make a phone call. Hello? Uh, Hello? Yeah. How are you? Who does that? I text people. But some people, they'll ring How up. How are you? They'll ring up and they're not arranging anything. They'll just ring up for a chat and then oh, they'll ring really? up. Really? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know where to... How do you end that? <laughs> how do you know when you've finished? Yeah, I don't I don't love that. I like it when people are phoning with a purpose. I wish there was a person But who, you boys are more Vulcan, you see. And Daisy's made it awkward by saying, you always ring me, Em, which is really <laughs> awkward, because I never <laughs> ring you two. That's because we're the girl. I'll ring Kath for a chat, because I can do that. Mm-hmm. I wish there was someone like, like a sort of old-fashioned pub landlord that came on a phone call after, like... Ten minutes from from the network, and said, "Anyway, come on, move out now. Finish up your <laughs> finish up your call. conversation." <laughs> yeah, 
Because some people now speak for a, quite a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's no stopping them. <sighs> but I do, I think in general, just any friends of mine out there listening, FYI, I always prefer a text or an email. I well, don't really want to talk to you. They're easier <laughs> to ignore. And can I just say, any friends of mine, Saturday mornings is a really good time to text because I've had my phone on airplane for like three hours <laughs> and when I turn it back on, it's always nice to have just heard from the outside world. It's a bit sad when you turn it back on and there's nothing, isn't it? And can I say any friends of mine? <laughs> You'd like to apologise for I, saying you didn't have any friends. No, I, I, you you I, no longer have any. I hope the afterlife is everything <laughs> that you expected it to be. Um, hey, speaking of phones... Oh, yeah. We, we've actually got a segue here. It's the... Um, oh, got Piers a Morgan fell off one of those, careful. It's yeah. one of the uh, modern <laughs> inventions you really like. Yeah. No, it's a, a modern invention that looks like a sack truck. Yeah. If you know the sack truck that people carry boxes on. Oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. It looks like one of those. Yes. But you can ride on it. I know what it is, yeah, yeah. Silly. I'm aware of its work. So there's, um, anniversaries. Can you believe this, that the mobile phone is 40 years old? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no... Oh, I hate it when you start going on to ages. There's no, um, <laughs> lower context for a conversation in any media programme than an anniversary, but we'll stick with it. I, I heard an, a very old editor once saying on the phone to a writer, this must have been the Sunday Times some years ago, I'm sorry, lovey, we don't do anniversary journalism. Yes, the phone well, it's a, it, it, there's, every day there's an anniversary of something, an anniversary of this, and it gives you a chance. Television oh. is full of it. Absolutely. Um, anyway. Yeah. Aside from all that, nevertheless, yeah. I don't understand. How can it be forty years old? The mobile phone that would mean there was one in nineteen seventy-three. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to have seen that phone. That'd be a right old fax machine. Uh, well, and apparently, it's happened. The way it um, happened was there's was, there was two companies, two rival companies working on it. Really? And one, one bloke got it working. So his first phone call was the other company <laughs> to tell them that yeah. he got he got a cell phone, as he oh. called it, that operated. So the first ever mobile phone call was abusive. Yeah. Perfect. But the first UK one was made by Ernie Wise, which I like. That's liked. true. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. That is true. It was a promotional thing. Can you imagine the call when he got that? I, I, I bet he was the second call yeah. <laughs> when they booked him. It's, oh, it's so cruel making an old man do technology as well. I was an, I'm an it early... It might not have been that old then. It was 1980-something, wasn't it? Wow. Was it? OK. I'm, I'm an early adopter, Frank. So I would have got my first phone in 1993. Wow. Really? You two wouldn't have had that. And I remember Jamie Redknapp no. called me on it once. You are. No. Having a laugh. I'm, I'm being deadly serious. Oh, brilliant. And I was in the middle of a photo shoot... There's a lot of elements to this story. This is great. A photo shoot and for what? You were modelling. No, it was a star photo for the Sunday Times. Okay. And I couldn't, I couldn't get it. But I knew he couldn't leave a message, which was terrible, because I thought if I don't get this, that's it, game over. Yeah. Well, there as was it were. no voicemails. No, you didn't have voicemails then. Oh, it's a different era, isn't it? It mm. was. I mean, at, at, at that time, I was uh, still working my way around my Scion organizer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we all, it's a different world. The mobile phone is 40. Mm. I would you like are. to know when you... <laughs> <laughs> one of your worst uses ever of you are. Yes, you're right. When did you two both get phones? I'm thinking you might be a late adopter, Frank. Yeah, I I did have one now that was quite... Um, it, I think it was, it was to get me... It was a, a ramp from the Scion. Because mm. it was a phone, but it used to open up as well, so you could type like on a little tiny um, oh, keyboard. Oh, yes, I remember those. Right. Yeah. 
But, you know, it's... Uh, Hulk Linky? Uh, I think it was around 1999 that I finally gave up on the pager. Oh, the pager. <laughs> yeah, oh, at the pager. Oh, I miss those. Clipped it on the old belts. I'm, I'm thinking I might get myself a mini-disc player. <laughs> 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 These things, they were fine, though, weren't they? They, abs- they were they absolutely were, fine. Yeah, you know, vi- you know videos, you know video cassettes? Yeah. You know, you know charity shops turn them away now? They, they say, no, we don't want... We, we can't do anything. You're going to have to chuck them on a tip. Like, really? Even charity shops don't want videos now. Can I, I tell you something else about my are. first phone? <laughs> Other than the fact that Jamie Redknapp was one of the first callers. It was an Alexander Graham Bell moment. My first mm. one was what? Cerny Wise called me. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> what about? Always have to top me, don't you? No, it wasn't really. Um, but, oh... I can't remember what I was going to say. No, I can't remember. You could only call within the M25. <laughs> now, honestly, that was true. And I think that's quite good. <laughs> I had a sense. I had a sense you were going to love true. Yeah, that's still basically true, isn't it? That, I mean, yeah. that man who made that first effort call, I bet you he phoned up to, to take the mickey out of the opposition. I yeah. bet you they got cut off. And I bet you then he became, having been the first man to use the mobile phone, he then became the first man to ever say, I don't know what happened then. <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> I tell you what hasn't caught You know when they, people say, oh, those 1980s phones, they were big. Mm. Weren't they big? And we all laugh. Ha, <laughs> they mm. were so big. The chip and pin machine. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's big. Well, because you had to go on a pink one the other day. But why are they? They're enormous things. And well, they well, seem, I haven't. They seem like they're from the eighties, and they haven't been. I agree. The technology's very behind. And, and they you can say, take them out and pull them towards you. On and the they say, hand back to the merchants. <laughs> <laughs> like they were first used in the medieval Middle East to buy silk and spices. <laughs> they are. They need a big update. I'm telling you. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've got an email in, re- the cockerel. Uh-oh. 415 mm. has texted us. I, I say email, it's actually a text, sorry. I get confused with technology. Mm. You sure it's not a Xerox? <laughs> <laughs> it was a telex. Uh-huh. Why they died out, I don't know. They were the best. Alan's BBC radio show has made it into the male's pick of the week. Alan's what? Alan's BBC radio show. Hmm. The oh, next radio four number of it, it is. It's gone a bit Wednesday radio night. Four. Moonlighting it is. Yeah. Yeah. Is it's it moonlighting? Moon it was Shepherd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wasn't Bruce Willis brilliant? In yeah. Moonlighting? Oh, yes. He was. He was intelligent. No, but in this is days. Alan's um, radio four show. It's rather good. Actually, Somebody bought him a singlet just off, off chance. Changed yeah. his life for the worst. Sorry. The next two recommendations. So, Alan Show, what's it called, Alan? Alan Cochran's Funhouse. Alan, yeah. Can you imagine that? Oh. <laughs> well, I like to I, think I've the title is somewhat ironic. That's what I was texting him about, <laughs> Sounds you see. like it could be the name of a pound shop. <laughs> 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 yeah. So It made me lol. Um, yeah. But it says the next two recommendations in the Mail's Pick of the Week, alongside Alan Cochran's Funhouse, are solos on loneliness... People who feel themselves alone in the world. That's and m- me. That's my show. Mind changers. Helping people suffering with grief, anguish and depression. Should they be listened to as a radio trilogy? Yes. Well, I think so, yeah. yes. <laughs> so it's, it starts this week, your show? It's been... It was on last Wednesday. Oh, oh God. It's still available on the, the fact I've missed it now. I know. It's fine. I listen to it, though. 
It's on iPlayer. You listen to it? Yeah, I loved it. Who was it? I loved it. Whoa, what did you say? Actually, I was indifferent to it. Not in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) How marvellous. So that's great. Turns out it's quite funny. It it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Now, never mind that. We need to talk about one of my favourite subjects, which is class. Class, Because did you... Well, they, they're in a nutshell. Mm. You have it. Class and class. My point in a nutshell. Yes. But what do you expect this weather? <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Did you read that survey um, this week? And apparently, because there used to be just three classes traditionally, weren't there? I know, yeah. I know. Which is pretty much, yeah. let's be honest, it's pretty much summed up in this room, I think, in some ways. Um, There's five in this what room, I'd is, say. What, five classes in this well, room? Well, there's probably three. Uh, let's not go into details. No. Um, but now there are seven. There's been a new survey done, and there are seven distinct classes. I saw you say distinct. I could... I struggled. Did you make me head nor head tail in them? Really? And also, where's where's our... Where's arts and crafts? <laughs> there was no mention. I mean, oh, you, where yes, does that leave us? We're in some sort of limbo. Are we all arts and crafts now? Oh, I think so. Oh, Okay. I think if you work in in the in the uh, the sort of let's call it the creative industries, yeah, your arts and crafts, your arts and crafts, is that true? Well, according to this, I'd be in the new affluent worker rung in the middle, mm. but you, Frank, uh, financially at least, would be in the elite. I would oh, say. I'm warming to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the lowest rung are called the precariat. Is that right? Yeah, I like that. It sounds a bit Roman, doesn't it? It does, the precariat. Precarious proletariat, it stands for. Brilliant. Oh, that, yeah. Now, that is... Oh, I'm starting to think I didn't give these enough... That Maybe they're good, these yeah. categories. I liked... I was looking... You know, I was bemoaning there was no... Um, there was no hoity-toity, for yeah. example. Hoity-toity would be a good one, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Hoity-toity, obviously, for the for the, the quite... I think hoity-toity is sort of middle-class people aspiring to be a bit posh than they are. I don't yeah. know who you could be describing. Whereas, <laughs> whereas the working class trying to be... Uh, Aspiring to be higher, I would say, are the lardy da. Yes, mm. but none of them. None of this. I think mentioned. there should be a Top Gear class for those sort of men that obviously watch Top Gear and say, "How you diddling? Not three bad." <laughs> oh, yeah. I think they need a class all of their own. Those men. We've we know who few, they are. Um, we've had yeah. a few emails from men the ones like that say, about yeah, my car also, indicators. <laughs> they also say, "Yeah, well, that's clear as mud." <laughs> <laughs> that's a. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine that Surrey and Botham would be their patron saint. He would be the high oh, yeah. priest. Totally. Yeah. Totally. No nonsense. Very yeah. No nonsense. I'll tell you what is classless. Um, bad table manners. You can meet some really posh yeah. people that, are, like, you just think, what were your parents doing? Did they have the opera on really loud? And they, <laughs> they, they were in a different room. They didn't room. hear you. They eating. were in a different county. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. what it is, yeah. It's borders, isn't it? I, I hope he's not talking about me. That's awkward. No, right? not Imagine at all. Imagine if it was. Very oh, good at the table. He's, look, he's winking at me while he's saying <laughs> it. And he's doing that thing of holding his hand to one side of his face so you can't hear him. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Scott has just tweeted us, Frank, there are two episodes of Merlin on tonight on BBC Three. <laughs> yes, I think, I think that's first series, isn't it? Which, um, I'm not the person to ask. Yeah, I think that's first series, and I'm very happy to say that my colleagues on this radio show <laughs> bought me the first series box set mm, on nice. DVD. Mm. So I'm, I, I can be um, a little bit devil may care about uh, the scheduling <laughs> of the first series. I saw an ep of it the other day, in fact. And did you? Oh, was that it. your first? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Saw, saw an ep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <they're... laughs> 
That's what it was called. What Frank just said. I did that with my uh, my baby. Oh. He, he does it. We we'll see how high we can go. He can oh, go yeah. really high. Yeah. Can he? Oh, wow. is he a bit Sarah very, Brightman? He's got a very <laughs> impressive <laughs> That's falsetto. What I heard. He's <laughs> got a brilliant falsetto. <laughs> he's a bit Sarah Brightman in more than one respect because he's a bit of a cosmonaut in name only. At least you should hear him do uh, Donna Summer's "I Need Love." <laughs> <laughs> is it need or feel? I feel. I love. feel love. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of my uh, my son Boz, <laughs> he um, he's developed his first joke. No, has he? Yeah, I thought you were going to say tooth, but no joke. It's really brilliant, and and you can tell he knows it's a joke. What he does is he, he'll pick something up and he'll hand it to me, mm. and when I go to get it, he pulls it away. Oh, excellent! Oh. Well, it's, it's what, I mean, it's one of the great tribal jokes. It's, it's in us all that joke. Yeah. It really you know, is. offer something and then take it away. But you can see genuine delight, and uh, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Mm. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he knows it's a joke from response from his response. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for all I know, it could be is you know a metaphor for the changes in the, the benefit system. Might be, but I think at the moment it's just a basic. Thing, but yeah. who knows? But it's very. I feel so proud. Mm. Oh, I bet you were proud. Did you give him a decent round and stuff? Well, I, I, what I do is I fall for it every time. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to. I'm looking forward to the withdrawn handshake. Excellent. And also, perhaps I'm looking one. forward to the bananas in the su- suit sleeve, which is what you do, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe he'll do that one when he kneels behind me and Kath pushes me over. <laughs> 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 He's not quite got the height for a dead leg, but. Um, <laughs> It's all oh, it's great. Mm. It's all great stuff. Anyway, um, shall we? Uh, what, what time? How long we got? How long we got, Dave? A minute and thirty. A minute oh, and thirty. I'm do this email really what about quickly. A sing song. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. What can we sing then? We? But Frank, don't we have to pay uh, people if we sing? Yeah. Well, well, bear in mind it's the Sony nominations on Wednesday, and if we don't get any, oh. I'm leaving. So, um, <laughs> oh my God! It, shouldn't we end with a sing song just in case? What about uh, you know John Miles music? What are we going to sing? Like the sound of music. John Miles music. <laughs> I don't think I know it. Yeah, you know. I don't. Know. He's picked something we don't to know. So without he sings. my music. Oh, I know, oh, yeah, that. I do know that. Yeah. Music of the feud. No, we shouldn't. We should have falsetto. We so this to. might be the last time you hear us, but it was nice knowing you. Yeah. And we never asked. I never found out what tiger knots were. Yeah, oh, we were gonna. I know what you're thinking. Um, I know what you think I mean, but I don't. My dad used to go to Blackpool when I was a kid, and uh, just once a year mm. on the pub outing. And when he came back, he used to bring tiger knots, oh. and there were these little sort of like wizened little knots. You genuinely started a text in with a minute and a half to go on the show. <laughs> Thirteen yeah. seconds. It's a new thing I've invented. It's, it's it's a bit like speed dating, but it's based on commercial radio. I'm afraid no one's made it, Frank. We're oh, not texting. We're, we're over. <laughs> I need to find out because I want that. I remember them as being the most fantastic tasting knots of all time. Maybe my dad made them. <laughs> he never went to Blackpool at all. He had a small notary. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, anyway, that, um, goodbye. Mm. <laughs> i just leave it there. <laughs> and you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll and Sony. we get a Sony nomination, we'll be back this time next week. Now, we don't really care about it, do we? Just relax. <laughs> now, get out. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.